we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. For which of you intending to build a tower. According to COVID-19 protocols, you can't touch your neighbor, you can't slap them, you can't even shout at them because you may spit on them. Glory to God. But can you put your hand on your chest and declare my topic for tonight? And it is this, it's time for more. All right, yourself didn't hear yourself. Yourself didn't hear you. Can you touch yourself one more time on the chest and encourage yourself and say, it's time for more. If you're ready for the more, can you stand up, turn around twice and sit back down? Glory to God. It's time, my God. I, I, I. Let me admit this. I have five witnesses, four in here and one watching online. I told the brethren I did not want to preach tonight. I told them that. And I wasn't clowning. There was no false humility. I said, no, we can let someone else preach tonight. They say, no, you got to preach. They made me, pre they constrained me and threatened me to preach tonight. They threatened me to preach tonight. And based on what I saw on the flyer, it's a revival. <laughs> So we ain't come to play tonight. You should have tell already we come for revival tonight. You don't cut prayer short in revival. I, I'm going to switch up my, 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 uh, my introduction and make it a declaration. And rather than it's time to more, go ahead and say, I'm ready for more. I'm ready. Who is in the room who's ready? I'm ready for more. Hey, glory to God. Um, when some years ago... I got a call. I think the call came from, uh, I think it, called, it came from, I think it was Bishop Wallace. I believe it was. It was back in 1998, September the 20th was the third Sunday of September. You grew up in the Grove. You know what third Sunday is. Third Sunday is, that's Youth's Day. Y-O-U-T-S, Youth's Day. And I got the call and said, we want you to preach this Youth's Day, 20th of September. And that night I preached on faith because I was of the opinion that I had full understanding 
of the concept of faith. And I felt so good when I was finished. Boy, I, 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 you couldn't tell me, boy, I didn't preach that thing. They can start calling me for woman thou art loose. I, I got it, boy. I got, I got, the, I got the, the whole revelation, the gamut, the heights and the depths of faith. And these older saints will tell you, boy, just keep on living. Because as long as you live, your faith will continue to evolve and grow. You, and the truth of the matter is, in 1998, September the 20th, I was 20 years old. I don't know nothing about faith at age 20. I don't care what you read in no book. You think you know faith, but you don't know faith yet because you ain't live yet. Yeah. I started to know faith when I got off to school in 2000. And you tell Lura to put something on your account. And Lura say, where I get it from? Bishop Carvin, you remember them days. Yeah. When, when you go to Food Lion. And you're trying to figure out now. I can make it with tuna and crackers. I really want a piece of steak. But I can get that steak. If you go to certain parts of Food Lion, certain stores you go to, you get one steak big so. That costs like $1.99. But Kimberly is tough. That thing tough. You got you to gotta cut that small, 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 small. And take your time and chew while you watch TV. And, and I've been through that phase. And then I get cheering. Then I really learn faith. And then I didn't play around and start pastoring, Lord Jesus. And then the more I'm thinking I'm getting this faith thing down, I'm still learning that you can never exhaust the teaching, the preaching, or the understanding of faith, Bishop Wallace. Faith is constantly evolving. And the thing about faith is, faith is hinged to a word. So if there is a constant word being spoken, there is a constant faith being released. I'm going to say it again. The only way you have plateaued in faith, if you announce that I've reached the heights of faith, what you are saying is that you're now spiritually deaf. Whenever you announce and reach to a place that you have plateaued in faith, you have just said, I can't hear God no more. Because as long as your ears are open in the realms of the spirit, God will always be speaking. Hmm. And as long as he's speaking, there will always be new releases and impartations of faith. Because faith comes. <laughs> faith comes by hearing. And so if your faith ain't growing, it's because your ears ain't listening. The enemy realizes the power of faith. We do not, but he does. And so every attack that you go through in this life is an attack of your faith. I am about to free you tonight, and please don't throw your Bible at me. Stop worrying about sin. Sin ain't your problem. Your problem is faith. Stop! Worrying about money. You don't have a money problem. There is no such thing for a believer as a money problem. 
it's only a faith problem. Oh God, let me walk over here. There's no such thing, watch this, as a marriage problem. It's only a faith problem. <laughs> there was a dude that understood this thing about faith and so he says this thing. He says, Jesus, you ain't got to come to my house. All you got to do is stand up where you are and release a word. And if you release a word, faith will rise up. And whatever it is that I need is going to manifest because wherever there's word, wherever there's faith, wherever there's faith, there's always manifestation. Glory to God. So, we, we spend a lot of time and reading our Bibles and we're supposed to read our Bibles, supposed to pray. But beloved, if you ain't hearing, your faith is dead. And I hate to inform you that faith don't come by preaching. Faith comes by hearing. <laughs> and so you could be in church and hear all kind of preaching. That don't give you faith. Huh. Faith comes by hearing. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 clears it up for us. He says, watch this, this is crazy. Because now we say, okay, all I got to do is listen to when Ben Pratt start walking the bench. And if I listen to when Ben Pratt walked the, the bench, I can get faith. Paul says, not so. Paul says, eyes have not seen. <laughs> Ears have not heard as good as you felt. I got the devil under my... He says, hearts can't feel. All that emotion you felt just now, that don't give you faith. Hmm. He says, he's revealed them to us by his spirit. Glory to God. He reveals them to us by his spirit, he says in John 6 and 63, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. And so if faith is to come alive in you, beloved, you got to be hearing what God is saying through whatever vessel he's using. Hold on. You got to hear what God is saying through the vessel that he is using. Now, us vessels got to make sure that what we're speaking is spirit and life. There's a responsibility on the vessel now. Because you cannot quote what Jesus says if what you are speaking is not directly in correlation and in connection to what he is saying. So, so we got to be careful now that we're speaking what he is saying and then now that the people have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying. Are you walking with me? God, I, if I had seven hours, that would be enough for the introduction. Because this thing about faith is constantly evolving and, and it's, 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 it's starting to consume me, Bishop Calvin. Uh, this whole walk of faith because it's a spiritual walk. I'm telling you, if you start growing your faith, you're going to find time to sin. Because faith demands your spirit to come alive. 
The reason you've been trying to stop sinning for so long is because you've been trying to use your flesh to stop your flesh. Flesh can't stop flesh. How are you going to stop your flesh with your flesh? How do you stop a fire by adding fire to it? Paul is confused by this again. Paul says, Paul says in Romans chapter 7, he says, it seems as though the more I try to keep this law, it's like it, can, it creates an occasion. Me trying to live right is creating an occasion for me to live wrong. <laughs> and so he comes further down and says, the things that I would do, I do not. And the things that I would not do, they are the things I find myself doing. I thank God he doesn't leave us in Romans chapter 7. So he tells us, keep on reading. And we go to Romans chapter 8. And he says in verse 1, there is now therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh. <laughs> but walk after the spirit. So I don't use my willpower. A lot of us say we delivered. You ain't delivered. You just shift vices. Yeah, you know, you ain't delivered. You just stopped doing that and started this. Because deliverance don't come by the flesh or the mind. <laughs> so, oh. It says, faith then comes by hearing him by the word of God. The enemy is constantly targeting your faith. Now, I, I want to say something else about faith. That faith is inextricably linked to a word. So, I know what we mean, but it is an incomplete statement to say, I have faith. Stay with me. That is incomplete. I come in. Faith is connected to a word. So if you say, I have faith, you can only have faith for the word that you have heard. So when you say you have faith, you got to now specify the faith that you have because, Kimberly, faith is not transferable. You can't transfer faith. Not because you have faith for salvation, Bishop Eric, means that you have faith for healing. And you can have strong faith for salvation. That's, that's Pentecostalism. If thou confess with the Lord, the Lord, your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That don't work for healing though. And so for years, I had the revelation of Roman 10. Now watch this now, watch this, watch this now. Let me, let me cross over a little bit and Ben Pratt can join me. You got to understand that for us, Romans 10 and 9 is nothing. But if you go back a couple hundred years and you tell them boys, all you got to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, they'll say you crazy. Because there was a crew of fellas 
back in when that boy wrote that 95 thesis. Because the Catholic Church told them, you don't get saved like that. You got to make oblations to the priests. Y'all with me? Martin Luther got a hold of this text. Not King Junior, another one I'd birthday this week. No, this is the next Martin Luther. That he, 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 he had to tell them, no, there's another revelation. So even though to us, um, stay with me please, to us, it is very simple to believe in your heart, confess in your mouth, and you are saved. You all believe it by faith. But there was a generation that did not believe that. Oh, I'm trying to set you up. I struggled with the fact that I lay hand on the sick and they're supposed to recover. However, I was confident if I believe in my heart, confess with my mouth, I had that faith, but I didn't have faith for healing. All right. So I had to grow in faith in that regard and hear the word concerning that. I started digging up the word so that faith could come alive relative to healing. And Reverend Naomi, a few years back, my faith got high. Because every scripture I read, I found healing. I read everything on healing like a fine. Every scripture on healing, I read it, read it, read it. Every scripture, I started buying books of, of, of Smith Wigglesworth and Oral Roberts and all these great. And I read their books and read their material. And now I'm hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Faith is building in me. And now I get to the place where I'm seeing people healed. But Bishop Wallace, my house in the paper. Y'all ain't riding with me. I riding by myself. So, 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 Pastor Mag, I'm seeing people heal now, but I'm broke. So I got the faith for salvation. Got the faith for healing. But I can't seem to get over that block for finances. Some of you got healing, finances, and salvation. But you ain't got faith for your flesh yet. There's a word for that too. Y'all stay with me, man. Please don't leave me by myself, man. Don't leave me. Hallelujah. Let's drive home together. The police can't, they can't look up all us. Let's go home together. Yes, so, so, so. Uh, you can get them other, but you need faith now for your flesh. Some of you need a, a whole bucket of faith for your marriage. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. Watch this. Some of you need faith for your lack of marriage. All my single ladies, all my single ladies. Some of you, you need faith for the lack Oh, 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 get saved, Josie, get saved. Josie, oh, 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 you need faith for your lack. Can I turn a sharp corner? Can I turn a sharp corner? That's why, watch this, you got to put a premium on the word of God. Watch this. And you got to put a premium on the, on the man or woman of God that God has connected you to. Now the church going quiet. 
because we take the vessel of God for granted. And don't realize that in their mouth is the key for the faith that you need for your next victory. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to call um, um, Bishop Wallace and those names a lot because they're my pastor. That's my pastor. So a lot of what I know he teach me. I remember when he took over as a pastor of the Grove, he said it's to us, said me that we walk into a church. He says, I want this church to be a word church. Didn't know what it meant back then. I didn't understand. I said, you want to be a word church. That we get to the point where we know the word. And that is where we all should be. Every church is supposed to be a word church. You love your shouting, love your dancing. But teach me this word. Give me this word. I need to get this word. Because when I get this word, then I begin to have faith come alive on the inside of me. Hmm. Watch this. When there is a demand for the word, watch this there will be an increase of anointing. When your pull increases, the oil will increase. I'm going to say it again. When your pull, man, pastors, y'all should have bring all y'all members here tonight. I don't know why y'all tell them, stay home, tell them, come. No, y'all didn't tell them, I know y'all didn't tell them, stay home. They still ain't, they're saying, come. But I need them to hear this, that you're talking about, I want oil, and you go into that prophet, and that prophet, you don't need no prophet. You need to honor the gift that God has given you, and make a demand on the anointing, on your man or woman of God. And if you make it a, a demand on that anointing, the oil will flow. Bishop McFee, I ain't making this up. If you were to walk through Nazareth and ask them how powerful was Jesus, they would say, yeah, I... Preach, Denzel. If, if you did walk through Nazareth and you say, man, that Jesus, that the fellow, he being here, yeah, man, but I know he was anointed. I, yeah, all that. I've, I've heard better. And then they say, well, okay, you must have didn't enjoy the preaching, but I, I promise you, I know he healed plenty of people. Not, not really. The altar was filled with people. But only a couple of them get healed. Now, could you imagine this conversation being held about Jesus and that girl that had an issue for 12 years overhear that conversation she would say what? You, who are you talking about? Jesus? she would say well Jesus what is that? She would be like, you, you cannot be talking not, not but that Jesus because that Jesus, I couldn't, I was pouring for 12 years. I didn't get to touch his body. I just touched the hem of his garment, glory to God. And I touched his clothes. And when I touched his clothes. So that girl would say, you cannot be talking about the same Jesus. Oh, y'all ain't walking with me. Y'all ain't walking with me. Can't be the same. Because we saw that. I... 
that, that woman would say, and after I touch his garment, some fellas run and said to one man he was walking with, and said, don't bother the master no more, because your daughter dead. And I watched that same Jesus say to Jairus, only believe, glory to God. And he goes to the house where the dead girl is and commands the girl to come. And you will tell me this Jesus ain't powerful? So then Brittany said, I get me scared. The, 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 the question is then, if the same Jesus that was in Nazareth was the same Jesus that this girl encountered, what's the difference? Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.